Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is sponsored by Tipsy Chicks. If you're looking for a unique, fun gift for a birthday, wedding, bachelorette, or just a girl's night out, you should visit tipsychicks.com. Tipsy Chicks is a woman-owned business that encompasses a variety of gift items, fun products that make fantastic gifts. Their products are definitely original, whimsical, captivating and cost-effective. From their super unique magnetic drink charms in over a hundred varieties to a beautiful bracelet flask, Tipsy Chicks has the perfect trendy gifts everyone will love. And they can even customize your gift if you like. You have to check out their website. You'll be so excited. Go to tipsychicks.com for your fabulous fun gift needs. That's T-I-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S dot com. You're going to love it. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. We live in a world where we have to warn our teenage siblings, friends, or children about the dangers of online predators. On January 26, 1992, a young girl was born. 
Shortly after her 15th birthday, this innocent girl made the fatal mistake of trusting a boy she met online when she became the first victim in Australia and possibly the world to fall prey to an internet predator. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Carly Ryan, born January 26, 1992, was just 14 years old when she began talking to an 18-year-old boy named Brandon Kane online. She lived in Stirling, South Australia, and this cute, brooding musician was an American citizen living in Melbourne. The relationship quickly blossomed into romantic, and the two talked on the phone often. In January of 2007, a man named Shane came to Sterling claiming to be Brandon's father. He met with Carly's mother and was permitted to attend Carly's 15th birthday party, where he gave her a gift from Brandon that included lingerie and a nurse's outfit, and he even stayed overnight. The pair then went on a shopping trip together, and the oddly possessive father of the boy she thought she loved began making unwanted advances towards the young girl. Advances she turned down. Sonia Ryan, Carly's mother, asked him to leave and began limiting her contact with the Kane family. A little less than a month later, on February 19, 2007, Carly Ryan left the house for a sleepover and was never seen again. When she failed to return home, her mother called police. Not long after the call, Carly Ryan's battered body was found floating face down in Horseshoe Bay. Her autopsy revealed severe blows to the head, as well as the cause of death, a combination of facial trauma, smothering, and drowning. Everyone was shocked and heartbroken. Investigators examined security footage and saw Carly in the area, and two witnesses saw her on the beach around 9.30 p.m. With her were two men. The vehicle driven by the men was located, and police made preparations to raid the home just 11 days after Carly's murder. Inside was Shane Kane at his computer chatting with a 14-year-old girl in Western Australia. He and his younger son were arrested, except a search revealed that Shane wasn't his real name and there was no 18-year-old son named Brandon. In fact, the man who spent time with Carly, who she rejected and sent away angry, was a 50-year-old predator and pedophile named Gary Francis Newman. When she rejected the 50-year-old man, he vowed to return and, quote, fix Carly up. He pretended to be Brandon and lured Carly to that final, fatal meeting. Not only had Gary masqueraded as Brandon in order to meet Carly, but he had over 200 online personas that he used to groom young girls all over the world. He was tried in the Supreme Court for over two months before a jury found him guilty of Carly's murder. He was sentenced in 2010 to life imprisonment with a 29-year non-parole period. The other man with Gary on the night of Carly's death was his 17-year-old adopted son, who, while present, had not participated in his father's crimes. He was cleared of all charges and his identity suppressed. This case was the first in which a death occurred as a result of online grooming and predatory behavior. She was the first in Australia, and possibly the world, to be killed by an online predator. After her death, Sonia Ryan helped set up the Carly Ryan Foundation in an effort to promote internet safety. 
In 2013, the foundation began lobbying to improve the protection of minors online and created a personal safety app for children called Thread. Sonia received the South Australian of the Year Award for all of her efforts. On May 25, 2017, a bill that would criminalize acts done using the internet or other carrier service to prepare or plan to cause harm or engage in sexual activity with anyone under the age of 16, as well as misrepresenting their age online, was brought forward. It was passed the following month. This eventually led to nationwide legal changes, which were nicknamed Carly's Law. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 27th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.